You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome into Loho Daily. I am Loho, a.k.a. Lawrence Holmes. Thanks for listening to the podcast today. So, I want to talk a little bit about Nick Kwiatkowski for a second. Because I thought that he played an incredible game on Sunday in relief of Danny Trevathan, who looks like he's not going to be playing football for the Bears this season. And he might be done in his Bears career after what was, I thought, a gruesome, gruesome elbow injury. You don't have to look at the stats to talk about how good Kwiatkowski was, but... To help give it context, Kwiatkowski had nine tackles in the game, was the second leading tackler behind Roquan Smith for the entire game, both teams. He had a sack. He had an interception, a a crucial interception that I think kind of cemented the game for the Bears and played well. I think he's a really smart player. But I've been trying to figure out, and maybe there is no no answer or there has to be an answer right now about how good of a player Kwiatkowski is. What I see is a guy that is very valuable to your team. He plays a bunch of phases in special teams. You can use him in some of your run-heavy packages. I think he's really good at attacking the run. He's an effective blitzer. And that doesn't always mean that he's going to sack the quarterback, but it means that he's good at at running in a straight line. Like his, his line of attack is really good. And he's, he's excellent at forcing quarterbacks to make throws. I do the Dave wants that showed every Monday with Dave wants that. And we were breaking down Kwiatkowski's tape. And he said that he thinks that, He can tell by the way he plays that he studies. And one of the things that one of the tips that Dave always passes along and I'll pass it along to you when you're watching games on reading a quarterback. One of Dave's keys is when the quarterback has both hands on the ball. You don't know what he's going to do with it. Is the quarterback going to pump fake? Is the quarterback going to run? Is the quarterback going to 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 do something else? But he says once the left for right-handed quarterback, once the left arm comes off the ball, 
you can make your move if you're a defensive player. And that actually happened on the interception. Driscoll is rolling right on that interception. He's got both hands on the ball. Once he takes his left hand on it, and on that play, Kwiatkowski was spying him. Kwiatkowski then beelined towards the flat and read it perfectly, and then he ends up with the interception on the play. That's that's smart defense right there. That's really well done defense. And I I love Danny Trevathan. I think that he is kind of the the heartbeat of that defense. Where if you're gonna break it down into to uh, things that you can't quantify, he's the heartbeat and the brain of that defense. And having him not out there is a big deal. But when you can replace him with Kwiatkowski and he plays like that, that's a that's a quality backup. That's actual depth. And I get annoyed as someone who covers football of just naming guys and saying that that means that they have depth. Like, oh, well, they've got this guy and this guy and this guy. For example, if you look at the Bears' defensive tackle position, the guys have played fine. Like, there there hasn't been anything that's been – it hasn't been a disaster without Akeem Hicks. But it's clear the type of difference that Akeem Hicks makes. Like, it's clear what, what what type of difference he makes. And even though Nick Williams leads the team in sacks now, it's not the same type of impact. But people talk about that as, like, that's depth. That's, that's what it is. We got a bunch of guys. Well, everyone has a bunch of guys. Quality depth is the drop-off not being that steep when your backup comes in. And so far... Whether Kwiatkowski is in for Roquan Smith or he's in for Danny Trevathan, so far this season, the drop-off hasn't been steep. And in fact, there are elements of his game that are on par with the other two guys. So I wanted to get a real breakdown of Kwiatkowski. And Anthony Heron was in studio with me, and I was glad that, that he had time to kind of talk a little bit about this this particular aspect of the Bears defense. So I wanted to find out what he thinks about Kwiatkowski and what his his near future, like the rest of this season, and what going forward it means. What type of player is Kwiatkowski and can Kwiatkowski be for the Bears? Here's Big Ant and I breaking it down. For one, that's the dilemma the Bears will probably be in by the end of this season because it's a a scenario that's playing out now that will be very intriguing to follow because you'll have Danny Trevathan, who it would appear will be going into the offseason still injured, and for him in a contract year and also now his backup in a contract year, Kwiatkowski will likely continue to play well. Will he make some of the splash plays he made yesterday on a weekly basis? Probably not. But we've seen even earlier in his career, he can go in there, he can be kind of a tackling machine, he can still be effective on special teams while doing that and being a starting linebacker and playing next to to Roquan Smith. I think you could potentially be looking at the the starting inside linebacker for the the coming years for the Bears. But Danny Trevathan being injured, you know, perhaps 
as he was in the midst of a quality season, maybe because he's banged up and he's getting a little bit older, maybe his price tag comes down. I mean, I think that's part of what Ryan Pace is going to be trying to figure out here because with Kwiatkowski and, and Smith, You've got both guys right now under their rookie deal, and Kwiatkowski certainly isn't going to, you know, require a high price tag if you're going to keep him around. And maybe that's something where you, you know, you're able to keep the the cap in a friendly sort of tenor for for the moment, while you try to figure out who and you know how you're going to pay, you know, some other guys who may be looking to get paid here. But can you get by with him as you're starting inside linebacker? Yeah, yeah, you definitely can. He's not Trevathan or Smith when when Roquan is at his best, but but he's certainly a you can get by with him. You can play winning football with Nick Kwiatkowski. What are his limitations? Well, against a a mobile quarterback, I was impressed with his ability one-on-one to be a spy versus Driscoll yesterday. That was something where his lateral quickness, his straight line speed, even when he was coming out of the combine, and I don't remember what his 40-yard time was or anything, but his straight line speed has never been an issue that has bothered me. But there's been times where we saw it uh, – what was it the season before last where he got more extensive playing time where he can get exposed in pass coverage where folks are going to route him up with running backs or match him up on tight ends at different points. And that's that's not something that the, the Lions were really in a position to try to take advantage of yesterday just because of how their offense functions, especially with Jeff Driscoll at QB as opposed to Matthew Stafford. But you can, we've seen at times, expose him in pass coverage. But he made a great play in zone coverage, you know, eyes on the quarterback, made a great read against a young QB, made a nice interception there, and some of the one-on-one tackles in space against a mobile quarterback. I mean, we, we always got to remember, and it's it's easy to forget that where a guy was early in his career is not always where he'll finish up. So even where the lateral quickness of Nick Kwiatkowski isn't what it is for the Bears' two normal starting linebackers in Smith and Trevathan, but we saw him making plays where whether it's just improving at his anticipation or the angles that he pursues in, he did a better job of those plays in space, both in coverage and in, in tackling guys one-on-one. Now, he wasn't one-on-one in space against a running back or a receiver, but against a mobile quarterback, those things matter to be able to take down a big and and capable runner like Jeff Driscoll. My worry is that Sean McVay is like, ah, I got something for you, yeah. and it's called the slot receiver, right. and it's Cooper Cup. Yeah. Enjoy some of this, or maybe then the 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 volley back is, all right, fine. Then what we'll do is we'll go to nickel or we'll go to dime, and then you can have fun with that. And then McVay goes, well, here's Todd Gurley. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy. Like that, I wonder if that chess match is going to play out if Kwiatkowski is in there playing this weekend for Trevathan, which um, yeah. I expect him to be. Right, right. And I'm, I'm sure it will. And, you know, I don't, I don't even know that Kwiatkowski is a guy they're going to – to devote too much time towards game planning for yet just because I'm not sure they'll even have some certainty about how the Bears will deploy him. So even if it's not going in with a true game plan of it, but as it plays out throughout the game, then it's likely that the Rams could end up seeing that, focusing on it, and deciding how to feature certain individuals against him. I'd be surprised if they go into the game thinking, you know what, all right, there's that 44 guy. Let's really game plan around attacking him. But even if they don't, then it's something that could still come up throughout the game itself where they figure out how do they attack that guy because he's on the field and they feel like they've got an advantage in that area of the, of the Bears defense. So as for usual, great stuff from Anthony Heron. And I'm looking forward to Sunday for that chess match that, that I brought up. What do you do? Because I, I do think that the one place that he's limited, and I'm not saying that he can't get better at it, is in pass coverage and that he's someone that I would expect offensive coordinators to isolate and attack. 
And maybe it's not a full game plan. I think Anthony's right in, in saying, hey, it's not going to be their full game plan to attack 44. But as a game goes on, are they going to be able to expose limitations? But let me go back to something I was saying earlier, which does give me a little bit of hope of what Kwiatkowski's ceiling is as a player. If you're seeing a guy that studies as hard as he does, there are ways to overcome what some people may think are are physical limitations by being smarter. Now you're not always going to win that, but if you if you're lined up in your where you're supposed to be and you recognize plays quickly, then you can react quickly. And you can deal with a team trying to exploit you, trying to move a fast receiver out in front of you like that sort of thing. It's that can help, but I I got to tell you, every time that he's on the field on defense, on special teams, like he's he's clearly, I would say that he and Cordell Patterson are the two most valuable special teams players that the Bears have. No diss to Sherrick McManus, who I think has been great for, he's been, you know what, I want to interview him. I Just in my mind, like thinking about it, he's been a great special teams player for a decade. Um, but I think that the two most valuable special teams players for the Bears are Patterson and Kwiatkowski Patterson because he does a little bit of everything too and I think that I was a little surprised at how how hard they went after Patterson because it's not like there's a ton of kick returns that happen but he's already taken one to the house so far this year but he's so good at being a gunner he's physical and he's fast and his his Size speed ratio is a lot for special teams players to deal with. Same thing with Kwiatkowski. I think he, you have to embrace being a special teams player and you have to pop on film and he pops on film all the time making plays. And I think that that's translated for him on the defensive side. So I want to see him continue to, to, to do it more. I'm looking forward to watching him get some more work. And I hope that because he does a good job of studying film and being assignment sound, that we see him be able to overcome what we think of as athletic limitations versus slot receivers. Or maybe we do see, because we've seen Buster Screen out on the field a lot this year. Maybe we do see... Matt Nagy and, and Chuck Pagano say, well, we'll, we'll match up with the, the, the Rams this way. And we'll, we'll say, well, let's see if you guys can, can beat what we do. And hopefully Khalil Mack gets a, enough pressure that none of it matters. Like if, if, if that's the case, then, then they're, they're good to go. And there's some, there's some good news. If you're a bears fan, Brandon Cooks is not going to play because he's in the concussion protocol. Their right tackle, Rob Haverstein, is not going to play because he's got a bad knee. And their center, Brian Allen, is out because he's got a bad knee. So if you're looking for the Bears defense to make a play, if you're looking for the Bears defense to come through, there is an opportunity for them to, to come through. And we shall see what ends up happening. But... 
I've been really impressed with Kwiatkowski whenever he's been pressed into service, and I think that he's he's more than just a good backup. I don't know how far that goes. I don't know if that means he's a great starter or just a serviceable one. But when he's been pressed into service, he's definitely done his job. Thanks for listening. I have something else for you tomorrow. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you.